Nigeria's oil-producing Niger Delta region is facing another significant environmental disaster and public health emergency as a result of the processing of what's often referred to as black gold. Over the decades, the Niger Delta has continued to suffer widespread pollution as well as the destruction of the local environment and biodiversity. This environmental disaster is mostly linked to persistent oil spillage caused by failures of oil facilities and sabotage. Gas flaring is also a major cause of air pollution in the area and a contributor to greenhouse gas emissions. In recent years, parts of the region have been blanketed by soot, which is caused by the incomplete combustion of hydrocarbons associated with the activities of illegal refineries. The situation in the region continues to linger despite the existing regulations to protect the environment and the frequent rollout of government interventions. Amnesty International in 2018 described the Niger Delta as Africa's most important oil-producing region and one of the most polluted places on Earth. Hello. Welcome to The Crisis Room, a podcast from Human Angle. I am Miriam Mustafa. In this podcast, we look at crisis trends across the country and answer the tough questions around them. This week, I am here with my colleagues, Murtala Abdullahi and Mohammed Akinyemi. Thank you, Miriam. Today, we'll be discussing the South Crisis and other environmental issues in the Niger Delta region. We'll also look at the socioeconomic and health impact on local communities and the population. The soot crisis is quite a disturbing public health emergency. As people inhale the hazardous particles, it increases the risk of respiratory diseases. Moved by the wind, the particles enter the environment and travel far. They become apparent on people, structures, the ground, and every other physical object it comes in contact with. The soot crisis ravaging parts of the region, particularly rivers, is attributed to the illegal refining of oil, a practice that involves the use of crude tools to cook and distill the stolen crude in makeshift facilities. Yes, the crisis is actually connected to the proliferation of illegal refineries where crude is processed. The process of sabotaging the oil pipelines, stealing and processing the product also contributes to the pollution of land and water. The salt crisis is also exacerbating the existing pollution in the region. We shouldn't also forget that the oil industry is a significant contributor to environmental pollution, including oil spills and flaring of gas. The government is also guilty based on weak enforcement of regulations to protect the environment and poor practices or procedures for demolition of these illegal oil refinery sites. And the procedure for dismantling illegal refinery structures creates problems for the environment. To speak more on the impact of the crisis on the people and environment is Human Angle sub-editor, Mohamed Akinyemi. He recently visited the region and wrote an in-depth report on the suit crisis. Mohamed, what was your experience of the oil pollution crisis like? Thank you for having me on the crisis room today. It is death and devastation, Miriam. There is next to no aquatic life, and this is in places where they live on and are surrounded by water. 
Oil spills are caused by both the state and non-state actors. And the residents show great support, especially for the non-state actors. It's unfortunate, but the situation may be this way for a while. And then there is the air problem too, laced with soot. It's, it's, it's just really sad. It's, it's very sad. The people living in this condition are really getting exposed to a lot of risks. So I have one more question. What's the government doing and is that making a difference? The River State government has said that it is dismantling sites where illegal refining is happening. But a lot of these sites are still in existence, at least as evidenced by our recent visitation to these sites. There are other non-violent, ecologically friendly approaches, like the provision of modular refinery, but these options have not been wholly promoted and supported yet. Maybe in some ways, but not in, in, in very structured ways. For now, by burning these sites the way the, gov- the state government is doing, they are also adding to the environmental hazard in the area and contributing to both the suit and the death of ecological life in River State. What's clear is that we have a major problem that could raise the existing challenges in the region. This situation is multifaceted because it's an environmental, public health and economic problem. Both the salt and the gas flaring contributes to the climate crisis. This makes it an issue, especially for Nigeria's commitment towards climate action and environmental conservation. This is an episode of Human Angle Crisis Room. Thank you for listening. I am Maryam Mustafa. Join in next week for another episode. Members of our production team are Murtala Abdullahi, Anthony Asemota and Tracy Allen Ezechuku. The executive producer is Ahmed Salkida. <laughs>